long overdue. Sambuka <laughs> Gupta, thank you for being the first guest of podcast called Dog. Perspective. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, it so is my good. pleasure. I am, I am honored. Thank you for having me on the call. Hey, I am honored to be here and <laughs> to be talking to you. I mean, our conversations are always great and energizing. Yeah. So I look forward to it. <laughs> yep. No, 100%. And before I start recording, so you were telling me uh, just about your hometown. You're in India right now. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned how you were born here. No, you were born in India because your parents mm-hmm. wanted you to mm-hmm. be an Indian. Mm-hmm. I love that, by the way. <laughs> I love that. So, and how... How quickly did your parents like fly back to United States for your first three years here? Oh, um, within like two three months of my two, being born. Months. Yes, yes. Wow, interesting. Uh, yeah, so those first three years were spent in Phoenix, Arizona, and okay. when the decision was made to come back to India for good. Uh, they needed one year to sort out and wrap up their affairs because my father had a store. He was also working a corporate job, so um, they needed that kind a kind of time. Time, you know, he he owned two three homes in the U.S. So uh, that one year was actually spent with my maternal grandparents uh, in another state, which is north of Delhi, which is where I am. Delhi is my hometown. Uh, three okay. hours north of yeah, a place called Mathura. Beautiful. And and Mathura is actually known as the birth town of God Krishna, who is one of the gods in the Hinduism, mm-hmm. Hindu okay. mythology philosophy. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. So, how long did you um, spend your childhood there? In Mathura, that that one year while they were wrapping up in the gotcha. U.S. Yeah. So that was with my maternal grandparents. So the interesting thing is that the first three years of my life in the U.S., I have maybe three or four flashes mm-hmm. of a, a scene playing out. You know, like uh, something going on. Right? It's, probably those memories are more towards me being three than you know two or one. Uh, but I have a lot of memories of my time in Mathura, from the age of three to four. Great you, memories. You have you have a lot of memories still. Yes. So I remember when we first met. Mm-hmm. You invited me to your Toastmaster, and mm-hmm. I still remember to this day. You're, you you were talking about the homeless man, and the who would like, I guess you would wake up at night, and you would hear him walk outside of your your compound. Mm-hmm. Was that b- during that time? Or because I'm asking because I don't think I remember a lot between the ages of three to four. Like the <laughs> memories I have are all combined from ages of two to you know ten or eleven. So so you know. that's probably because your two to ten eleven was in that one same place with the same people. But for me, was, once yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just that one year, and then we came here to Delhi my parents were back to India so that's why I know those memories belong to that place and uh, okay because there was such a change yes <laughs> nice I love that I love that so where, where did you move to after 
so that then then we came here where i am right now which is new delhi wow. india in yeah uh, gotcha. the capital state of india yeah. yeah so i grew up here and then that. when i was <laughs> then when i was 17 b i i came went back to the us to study so 17. yeah Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, but but you were talking about the homeless man, right? The homeless yes, man story yeah. that uh, the speech that I gave, one of the speeches. Yeah, no, the that homeless man was not in Mathura. That was here in Delhi during my school years. In oh, and not okay. homeless man. I'm sorry. Why do we keep referring to him as homeless man? He was the guy who was patrolling the area. <laughs> I see. So he was patrolling the entire block. Yes. Yes, basically the street, front street. He would just walk all across it, and I've I've never met him. That's why that whole story about, about hearing this guy, you know, and the thud of the stick, and the guy saying in Hindi, "Stay awake, yeah. stay awake," right? So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's lovely. So I've lately, and not just lately, but I've been reading about India, and so I can't wait, uh, you know, to visit. India because it it has a lot to relate even with Ethiopia like the town that I grew up in mm-hmm. uh, just as far as the stories you tell me of what goes on in the neighborhood I can mm-hmm. relate to it so I get a sn- snapback of what it was like for me growing up and I came to the country when I was fourteen to seventeen so you know as you're explaining of your hometown and where you are so I'm trying to get a feel of what you're feeling at the moment because. If I'm at home in Ethiopia, where I grew up, 14 years, I, I can't imagine that feeling because I haven't been back since I came to the country. Yeah, no, I yeah. think for you it's just been uh, quite amazing. I think when you go back, you're it's going to be really surreal, the feeling, and and I bet you will find a lot has changed as well. Yep, that's what everybody tells me. So. You yeah. know, yeah. I, I, yeah, as I was telling you earlier, I just went to visit my mom, she, my grandmother, and she was telling me, "Oh, we'll visit Ethiopia in about, you know, in a few months." And I'm like, "Perfect, I'm coming with you." So I'm processing the feeling of how it would be, but it's long overdue, and I yes. can't wait to go back. So, yeah, I mean, to jump right into this podcast, mm-hmm. um, it's named Perspective. By all means, I don't deserve that title. I feel like the word perspective, that podcast, I was thinking about this, should be led with someone who has traveled, lived, experienced different people's lifestyle, religion, spirituality, you know, and has experienced so much in the world. That That's what... should be led in this podcast that that's who should <laughs> speak so by all you, means uh, i don't i'm i'm not downing myself i'm just saying <laughs> no i think you're you're calling me old i think that's the oh wait I'm no. kidding i'm kidding <laughs> well, i wasn't referring to well yeah you could you could lead with this too but no, no, i'm no. just saying you know this podcast um i'm learning so in in, in yeah. this case is uh, i love listening to p- people's perspective on a certain topic sharing my perspective at the same time so that's what it's about it's just going with the flow and seeing what your perspective is like in life um so l- let me start with 
your trip at the moment? How has it shifted your perspective? How long have you been back in India so far? It's been uh, actually interesting. Yeah, today is the twenty third in India, so I landed here on the twenty third night of October. So it's been exactly two months. Exactly, exactly two months, months today. Yes. <laughs> so and this is different because you're you're visiting from the pandemic. You know, from being yes. in quarantine. It's not Correct. a regular. visit so how has this time of being there in two months like shifted your perspective and just life and how you see your day-to-day so i think that more than the two months here though i would want to say that the last two years right mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure that uh, covid has been hard on everybody it's been challenging two years for everybody Uh, and everyone has something, some different story that comes out of it. Because even though the pandemic was there, uh, and in some ways life stopped, but in some ways life did not. Right? It was going on, and the things that were going to happen, whether they were good or bad, uh, happened in people's lives, even if they were not related to the pandemic. So uh, dealing with that. During the pandemic, right, where you have so many restrictions, um, you're you're in an environment that you have never experienced before, perhaps in your lifetime. Um, probably forced everyone to have some shift in their paradigm mindset, right? Uh, and I think, I mean, I give you a lot of credit because there are people who came away from it feeling regressed. But then there are people like you, who actually took the time, be in solitude, think about what they really want, what are the core values in life, what is the core mission in life, and actually go for it, right? Take that time of solitude in a and convert it into a positive growth uh, mindset, and basically, uh, you actually started your own venture during this time. So that is very commendable, right? I appreciate you. So, Thank you. Yes. So um, for me, um, I think the paradigm shift was that I actually, and I probably have shared this with you, right? And uh, so I'm going to give more of more concise uh, screenshot of it. There were a lot of things happening that happened in my life, and I was just. Kind of like overwhelmed at one point by everything that was coming at me, and so it was really like about how I really started thinking of it like a game, right? How do I change the game? And I'm a very positive person. I'm an eternal optimist. So for me, I don't kind of dwell on things or brood for long. I always think, what is the next step? Think forward, right? So I. Actually, took to reading, you know, even if it's not a book, but I just started reading online a lot because This I was searching. This is during the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even when the lockdown was not really there, but the pandemic mm-hmm. is still there on our heads, and everybody has to follow certain protocols, right? So it continued through that. So uh, I started kind of like reading, following people that are talking about dealing with tough situations and how do you come out of that. And um, 
I found some amazing information there, right? And something that I really believe in is that uh, people should have a mental model or a framework for how they approach life, right? Uh, their mindset, it all starts here. Uh, so the most important thing, one of the most important things I think people can do is really think about their life in terms of values. And when I say values, I'm not talking about character traits, right? I'm not saying, oh, hey, I think kindness, compassion, uh, and so on and so forth, right? I'm not talking about morality here. Uh, I'm talking more about life values in terms of what is it that really stirs your soul, right? And you think is most important to you. So it could be anything. It could be the pursuit of knowledge, right? that could be one of the most important life values to you. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think people always have to uh, take the time, sit back, think about their core values in life, right? Yeah. And and um, think about three to five core values in life. And anytime you're taking decisions, uh, taking actions, making certain choices in your life, and basically just the way you're leading your life, your lifestyle, one must always take time periodically to sit back and question, are my actions and choices in life aligning with those life values? Mm -hmm. So for me, yeah, so for me, this has been a very big theme, right? And I'm trying to follow that based on what my core life values are. I love um, that. I yeah. love that. that. Yeah, that's what pretty much being do you think being in India for the last two months have given you more clarity and that value for yourself? Well, so family is definitely one of those things. And uh, for me, I have a very special relationship with my mother. And my mother lives in India, right? So one thing that um, sometimes my mother worries about for me is uh, my time being here to help out with anything uh, that needs helping on her end or just kind of being focused on wanting to take care of her uh, is taking away from my own life, right? Uh, I have to still figure out and find a way to make her understand that this is actually aligning with my life value, right? I see it as one of my uh, big callings in life, right? Uh, to kind of be, be, if I can be in any way, right, in a, even in a little way of service or help make a difference in her life in a positive way, uh, yeah. that is actually Fulfilled. uplifting me and my soul. Yes. Yeah, so it is completely aligned with my mission in life. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I, I can 100% uh relate to that for me family wise would be my grandmother mm -hmm. so yeah by that's so big to me and it, it's attached to a lot of the ambitions and goals that i have mm -hmm. it's a big part you know of uh, of everything connected to the rest of my goals so you know i definitely see what you mean about no, this is one of my biggest core values, being home with your mom. Yes. And, 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 time, and, so I get you. and I think that you and me are kind of in the same boat that way, right? Uh, so 
I know that you have talked about, you know, your special attachment and connection with your grandmother and you grew up with your grandparents like they are the ones who raised you while oh, you were yeah. in Ethiopia. So, um I love what you just said about that's that's exactly it, right? What you just said about being there for your grandmother or being able to help her or uplift her life is kind of connected to all your other missions and goals because I bet probably it is something that uh gives you more energy, right? It is energizing. Absolutely. Absolutely. It pushes 100%. you forward towards your other goals, yeah? So 100%. so Yeah, so so I mean that's, that's lovely. you sh- you should also share a little bit. Yeah, I often. want to. I want to. So um I I kind of want to pick up on that. So this is mm-hmm. the latest um my current perspective. Mm-hmm. when it comes to goals <laughs> and being with family so I, i i've been sharing this with my friend quite a lot on what i really want at the moment and that's mm-hmm. savoring each moment as much as possible and for me that was really hard because i literally lived in my goals of what i vision what i want my life my my life to be my family's life to be that's where mm-hmm. i lived like at mm-hmm. least 90% of my vision mm-hmm. daily was mm-hmm. that and 10% mm-hmm. was in reality mm-hmm. unconsciously you know that's just mm-hmm. what it built up to be and that's bad mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know your tomorrow is built based on today mm-hmm. uh but to kind of come back to the point of being with family um what i have realized most recently with the, like my grandfather's passing and so forth was when they were here which was back in 2017 mhm you know I, i was young so i was maybe uh, 22 at the time mhm but i absolutely did not grab any moments that they were mm-hmm. here in the present time if mm-hmm. i was with them i thought mm-hmm. of man if i had a million dollars I'd buy you like a bigger dinner. So I would always, <laughs> you know, look forward into what if, what if I had that goal? What if I had that success? Or what if I had that? So a lot of it was spent and and they could probably tell, like I could mm-hmm. they could probably tell like even in the conversation I'm probably mm-hmm. drifting or you know not really giving them my present attention. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. that's what they look for and I think when we hit a certain age, right? Mm-hmm. Um like our our grandparents and so forth. Mm-hmm. There's so much in the moment. Mhm. And that's so powerful. Yeah. For them it's not like you can have a fancy house. Mhm. This and that or mm-hmm. yeah, I'm proud of you, but if you're not giving me your time, your mm-hmm. presence and your energy, mhm. That that's like priceless to them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that's what I took note and it's been really nice reflecting on myself because mm-hmm. I was humbling myself down of like okay my grandmother's here you know sure I don't have a private jet mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know that I get <laughs> like hey let me show off real quick hop on <laughs> hop on board uh but she's here you know she's mm-hmm. here she's breathing Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's healthy at a time like this. Mhm. So it's about grabbing each and every single moment, each and every single laughter, 
you know, every joke, every move, every weird thing we both do, this and that. Those memories are like what's priceless and um you know this this has been really opening my times and i'll let you finish but uh, time is what's most valuable it's just you know time is the most richest thing ever and once we realize that all the other materialistic things and chasing money and this and that that kind of fall to the side because you're like wow i'm i'm rich of time because i'm slowing it down you know i have you you have me that's that's powerful so that's been my perspective lately with like grandmother actually yeah i just it's beautiful beautiful what you just said right and you really hit the nail on the head i was kind of like talking about the pre coming to india mindset but you really brought forward something that i have actually been doing here so let yes. me share that with you right please do so, please yeah. yes so so thanks to you right uh i remember i stole your book and we both have read now think like a monk right from jay <laughs> yeah. written by jay sherry which is which yeah. is of course a remarkable book but yep. i tell you mike if i have to take one thing away from that book that is mindfulness right mindfulness so i'll tell you something so in india I'm I'm sure maybe you know about this maybe you don't but in India we have the concept of domestic helpers right so there'll be people who come or person or depending on also people's socioeconomic status right uh, but generally people will have somebody you know who'll come on a part time basis and do some of the domestic household chores cleaning the house cooking washing the dishes etc right so we also have a couple of people that come in the morning and and do the basic stuff but in the evening night we don't have anyone once they're done they leave in the morning and that's it right uh so and we like it that way and you know like i'm used to doing everything on my own and i like the idea of being physically active and my mom likes the idea of it it's very peaceful and everything right now coming back to the point of mindfulness right so washing dishes right now you would say who would enjoy a chore like washing dishes right but i am telling you mike i every moment here that i'm in india i am reminding myself consciously to be mindful to be very mindful and that's exactly what you just said being fully focused in the moment present in the moment not having i mean yes you cannot stop having subconsciously thoughts in the back of your head oh, but at least consciously um correct don't yeah. think about other things like for example we are talking to each other right now i should not be thinking about other things i should be fully focused on telling you and you you know listening to what you're telling me so it's the same same here so when i'm washing dishes literally like I am actually enjoying the process. I am being so mindful and I'm thinking about how I'm I'm actually doing process efficiency even with that while I'm washing my dishes, right? So there is a 20 second rule uh with soap, right? They say that you need to wash and have the soap on you for at least 20 seconds for the okay. chemical process to take place to cleanse your hand. Under yeah. Something. Right? Okay. Yeah yeah so, so I I I think the same thing applies to dishes right so 
what is the thing that is the most needs the most cleansing according to me it's the spoons and forks because they're going directly in your mouth right so when i start washing dishes i'll start with the plates and the bowls i uh, sorry with the spoons and the forks uh, so that they get the maximum time with the soap on them <laughs> so very I'll start mindful with, yeah so i am being very mindful and i'm actually enjoying the process of even washing dishes so that's just kind of like you know <laughs> yeah but yeah i i love that that's 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 so phenomenal do do you uh, uh if i may ask like uh in ethiopia we don't have dishwashers of course like mm-hmm. it's the same thing do, do you oh, have oh no no we do have dishwashers here and uh, not a lot but there are some people who okay. do have who have, have them but well. yeah yeah but we have yeah. hard water in india that's the issue the water is hard so um the the you know you you're constantly going to be doing maintenance and upkeep of the dishwasher so a lot of people don't like to have it i see um, i see yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah yeah makes sense it makes yeah, it more I, pro- i get you on that <laughs> that that makes so much sense i don't know if i mentioned and, to you go ahead oh sorry sorry so no mm-hmm. i just wanted to also mention the power of mindfulness is such that uh it brings clarity to your mind right like i told you something very simple that wa- washing dishes is also non not painful uh, i enjoy the process but on the other also on the other hand mindfulness has another impact and the impact is that even if there is like you know how it is when families are living together there's bound to be some kind of squabbles right everyone has their own way of thinking of doing something so sometimes as a family when you're making even a small decision you could have a squabble and yeah. uh, so the small things suddenly don't matter anymore because my mind is very clear i'm completely present in the moment the, the, that's the power of mindfulness i'm thinking about everything in terms of is this going to matter even one year from now forget one year one month from now it will not matter so let it go let it be right so it's so you so it helps that. you put your ego aside right uh, it helps you put your ego aside yeah. uh the ego yeah. goes goes out of the equation and yes. and you start thinking about everything like that yeah. more holistically oh i love that and that's very important in 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 many ways i love what you said and mm-hmm. you know i want to remind myself of that even in business and friends and and not just family 100% when you see things like would this matter in x amount of time looking back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not only that it really doesn't even matter now you know at this moment like i'm just giving it a lot of energy i'm letting it bother me yes that's that's really what it is so with a lot of things i i um, I, i come to realize that and it's helpful it's helpful so i love that <laughs> we're off to an amazing start we're going deep here. um <laughs> So yeah, I love I love those uh, the recent perspective. So uh, I want to share with you one thing um, mm-hmm. since we're in the holiday time. Mm-hmm. So I was sharing with my friend that this is one ultimate feeling that I wish I have, I possess, and that's mm-hmm. to get the feeling of New Year's for every single day. Ah, that feeling 
I like I really pray for that feeling because I, I would feel rich honestly I would so this actually would tie into being mindful holding the moment your perspective in a lot of ways like we honestly know tomorrow's not promised we do but we have gotten extremely comfortable to the point that's just a, a reminder like hey by the way you know tomorrow's not promised <laughs> and you know th- there's all these words um like i, I watched these uh videos of someone um counting up like how many uh at the amount of money like if someone gave you 3000 or 300000 of this uh would you be happy i'm like yeah i would be happy okay that's how many mm-hmm. seconds are in a day mm-hmm. so just imagine you get this in a day so people realize this and it's out there you know you probably have seen it on social media so it's not that we don't know yes but okay now that we all know that is important how do we actually mm-hmm. apply it on a daily mm-hmm. basis and mm-hmm. like if you can think of a movie for example I'm thinking of 7 pounds by Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Have you seen mm-hmm. that movie? I it's, don't think so. Yeah, but I've heard about um, the movie. I think he was uh he found out he was dying so he wanted to donate part of his body to so and so but his act in that last time that he had was just remarkable mm-hmm. that's what the movie was about. So mm-hmm. movies and stories like that always touch me in a nice way because that that's the fact of life and I think we can be so much more powerful if I can wake up and realize that like wow hey I'm here I should make use of this mm-hmm. every single morning like my interactions with people like you said little things in the house Mm-hmm. can't come close to bothering you because you're just <laughs> in a different wave yes. of like I don't know how much time I have so yes. I'm going to give you this love and this respect and mm-hmm. you know this little thing's not going to bother me okay this thing I'm working on is way more valuable for what I want mm-hmm. um, and things become more clear so that's what I wish my energy would be so I'm slowly working towards that Um, I well I think Mike you give yourself less credit um you you honestly you you are one of those people I admire a lot you imbibe a lot of the things that you always talk about or you feel that you've come arrived to it only now but I feel like in some way you have embodied it already <laughs> I don't know. Keep going. Keep going. I don't know about keep... that. I don't know about that. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. But I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um yeah, yes. it, but I feel like you do have that um energy because you like you said earlier, you know, you're you're one of the only people I know who has such a, a loving energy. Like oh, I've never you. seen you down. <laughs> you you can connect with someone I just introduced you to a friend. that's the very next thing they say like wow man Africa's energy is is up there and you know so welcoming and warming <laughs> but is, is that something you feel like you you have to remind yourself or you know you feel like you know this is just me this is how i look at life i think uh, yeah i think i will just say that 
you know people are born with certain things and traits so i really don't want to give myself credit i think it's just the natural um innate part of me i guess yeah so <laughs> i feel a bit embarrassed <laughs> i see yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's the truth it's the truth own it own yeah it. so so yeah so i mean like um i love the name of your podcast on perspectives right uh the word perspective itself can bring up so many thoughts and stories because perspective is so relative right uh one of the biggest truths i feel in life right uh it's a simple thing right is the yin and yang of nature and i feel that i can see the yin and yang in everything like just coming to the point of what what you just said about the tomorrow is not promised our tomorrow is not promised right so just thinking on that uh stepping back right so on the one hand we have to remember and remind ourselves that the universe is so huge that we can't even imagine and it could be infinite right the universe could be infinite for all we know um we are such a tiny piece of this big puzzle this big maze right like microorganism or i don't know what to call it right we're just such a tiny element uh so when you think about that it humbles you and grounds you right but on the other hand on the other hand this tiny thing that we are right with our mind we can do Part so much exactly yeah. we can do so much with that mind right 100%. so this is such a yin and yang thing right so i think that it's good to think of it like that because like i said just reminding yourself how tiny you are hopefully helps you kind of not have an ego right mm-hmm. uh, not put your ego forward right not 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 be carried away not react emotionally but rather have power over your responses to whatever is going on how you deal with things yeah. the context in which you see them um mm-hmm. and just kind of solve whatever it is resolve yeah. whatever it is or do do what you want to do in your life yeah. and move forward right so on the one hand remind yourself how tiny we are right so in- insignificant we are but yeah. on the other hand remind yourself that our mind has so much power so Absolutely. so that so that that is something that pushes you forward right uh, and and Absolutely. energizes you and excites you to yeah, kind of to get going you know to get going it's, it's i love that i love that 100% agree you know i i i honestly wish that was the case in this, in our generation i feel like people we feel small when we are so attached to social media media mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um oh so and so is ahead of life this way so and so is this financially free everything is about seeing success in a certain lens correct here on earth so we belittle ourselves mm-hmm. based on that mm-hmm. and not necessarily the universe is so infinite you know there's so many planets think of the stars and the moons and this if that was the case you know that would be like 
yeah you're right you're you know that even <laughs> i think i would be excited actually <laughs> i would love to be humbled that way but i i think the hard facts of our generation right now is just looking at media and you know social status mm-hmm. and and feeling a little that way and not recognizing the power they have within I and mean, i feel like that's 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 where i feel like perspective can come in Mm-hmm. very highly important because um net, you know i logged out of like instagram in september 1st and i was only intending to do that for like a few weeks and then mm-hmm. i found out wow i absolutely have a problem at focusing right now my attention mm-hmm. is everywhere and i'm adding mm-hmm. all this thing that's taking away my focus so that's the only reason i logged out it's not for any other thing to be mm-hmm. frank with you so that helped me focus on more and more things and i slowly started taking things out mm-hmm. uh, and it brought me to this focus of mm-hmm. how asian people looked so i've been really into history lately and the times of the egypt um you know during the pyramid i was watching a documentary today and earlier this week as well just to see like hmm, they had no social media They had nothing. They had no TV, no magazine. There's no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, they had a lot of imperfection and wild <laughs> things going on, but they hounded in their craft, and that's mm-hmm. all they knew mm-hmm. from morning to night. It wasn't about mm-hmm. fashion. It wasn't about, you know, I, I I said fashion. Not that anything's wrong with fashion. It's just they're focused in one area of their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they made sure that thing was great, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's why we could look back at mm-hmm. these amazing, beautiful architectures, and we can say, "How did they do that?" Like you know, in the in the time that they had with the tools that they have, it's because that's all they had. There's no distraction, no. you know. Full power went into it. Oh gosh, hundred percent. Like you know, India has you know? so many beautiful temples, and all around exactly. the world, there are all these. amazing monuments landmarks and like you said the the great you know pyramids in egypt but not just the pyramids right all these egyptian temples yeah. and monuments that are there um i always think right that we think we are advancing and progressing sometimes i feel like these people are way more advanced than us right like it's just kind of incredible what they achieved 100%. Um, with the limited what we think is like the limited amount of tools and think about the mathematics and the science right how much maths and science has advanced and what was their mm-hmm. source of know-how like that just boggles me so yeah you you brought yeah. up something yeah i think very... they know a lot more <laughs> than than, <laughs> uh, than we think they did I think yeah, they know a it, lot more than we think they did. You know, we we may think of. I, I feel like we have an attitude, mm-hmm. like we see older people. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a you know the thing of like oh if you see older people you think they're slower than because you because they're not as tech savvy. You know, or you know mm-hmm. to the new way of this, new way of that, and you know they used to tell me as a kid, and now I see it. Yeah. Uh, And I and I can see that being a thing. It's like a thing. It's a thing. Like you know, <laughs> anywhere around the world, of course, there's like culture that gives respect 
to the mm-hmm. elders. But when we mm-hmm. think of the older generation of years and years mm-hmm. ago, I feel like we give the same attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how did they know? Mm-hmm. You know, they couldn't have. But I think <laughs> we, you know, I don't think we know how amazing and genius they were. But I'm tying that part to they had less distraction. So yes. they were able to find the power within you know yes. the power within so and i think yes. that's like one thing i would wish for a lot of people yes is time of solitude yes self discovery yes self mastery feeling grounded you said that earlier that is the most powerful thing people can possess mhm uh, more than a lot of things because yes you know at the end of the day that that's like what it comes down to and i think yeah and i think that's why um so many successful people you know in their box of life have talked about the importance of meditation and that that the practice of meditation is you know a big habit for a lot of accomplished people because meditation is helping you bring that focus and that clarity of mind that very clear vision that laser focus singular focus on that one thing or two things uh, areas of your life and avoid all distractions and um um yeah you know i i agree with you 100% like what you're just saying like i i second that totally um that's why i said in the beginning right identifying the most important value life values for you and then always trying to align your actions to that um uh, that really brings it home and it really helps to not compare with other people right yeah. we are all on our own individual path we all have our own tragic trajectory we all have our own journey and story and experience and yeah. that's how we have we have to see it i love that i 100% yeah. agree and also like you know even with people who feel like okay i i i'm trying to identify my value i just don't know Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know I'm trying I don't know mm-hmm. so what what, mm-hmm. what do you think they should do So I think there's a right time for things right just the first step taking the first step being aware that you need to do this exercise I think is probably the more the more diff- tough part in my opinion right that is my perspective I'm like, yeah <laughs> but yeah so I think that once you've taken that first step there could be different approaches and mediums right i would not want to kind of bottleneck it and say oh there's this one way of going about to get that clarity i think it just really depends on your personal situation right for somebody they it could be that just reading a lot amassing a lot of knowledge gets them to that point for somebody else it could be like you said a very powerful thing solitude right it's all within you you have to give that time to your own self uh to bring what is inside outside right um so that is th- that is there but what i'm saying is that the process of getting there can be different for different people for somebody it could be uh just exercising a lot right being involved in a lot of physical activities that is what kind of like clicks something clicks in the head while they do that right for somebody uh it could be gardening or somebody could be just going on long walks right so people have to find their own process yeah. what is actually helping them um, get closer to their 
yes. you know, to, to, in to ourselves. Or yeah, to, yes. you know, yes. what Jay Shetty calls their dharma. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and and actually, just uh, two three days ago, we visited a Hindu temple, and um, it, it was really really like it's one of the big temples, really well made, and they actually have a they've created a couple of like sh- I don't know how to describe it like attractions, but there are shows where uh, you kind of keep walking through sections from one section to the they have some light 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 and sound effects and they have these big props so through them they are actually uh, giving you a very concise um uh, concise whatever you know encapsulation of you know the hindu mythology and as a result of that what is the hindu philosophy so really if you think about hinduism is not a religion per se we call it a religion it's more a philosophy right oh, so that. yeah so so the, one of the biggest things in this you said dharma right that that's what kind of brought brought like brought this memory back to me right of going there and and it was exactly. a day of really reflecting on on uh, going through those attractions right they were really well made so so the big thing right one of the core things of this philosophy is um one whatever you're doing when you're doing actions uphold your moral order right what you think is right really in the within your heart right uphold uphold your own moral order when you're taking actions and doing things right and the second thing is they say uh, karma is dharma and dharma is karma so you already know what dharma <laughs> means right uh, dharma is what is your duty or calling right in, in that way oh, and nice. karma karma is the deeds and the actions mm-hmm. right so that's what they're saying keep moving forward <laughs> keep moving forward do your action I love that. do your action yeah yeah do your action own your action take accountability for your action keep doing that that is your dharma that has to be everybody's dharma no matter what wow i love that <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, oh, you know, I, I told you earlier I want to visit India next year. Uh, you know, if I get the chance or the, the year after, and that's what I want to indulge in in the history and the philosophy mm-hmm. of Hinduism and meditation and the origination of that and how was mm-hmm. the, uh, that tied into um you know how it came about the different gods and and so forth mm-hmm. so yeah i i wanted to get in the philosophy part of india so that's why i really want to visit so it's it's beautiful hearing that that's wonderful that's wonderful i so, go, ahead. go ahead oh i actually just wanted to say that i i would have loved uh, if we still have time to hear more about uh your journey right and how your because uh your perspective in your journey uh from not knowing what you want to do what you're going to do right uh to actually starting up your venture and 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 doing a great job at it if i must say right um because when i first met you right i saw the spark i was like oh this guy has something special there's something special about him but that was my feeling that He's a bit scattered right now, right? There's this and that, A, B, C, X, Y, Z, um, and he's unsure. So, 
your perspective and the growth of your perspective played such a huge role right but you're the one who did all of that so oh. uh, we need to hear more about that journey that oh, you I had appreciate that. <laughs> I, i i appreciate you saying that so thank thanks for asking that um so you know i'm really actually i'm i'm really glad you asked it that way because i wanted to tie it back into what you said earlier so i've always been told hey figure out that one thing that works for you mm-hmm. figure out yeah figure this out okay you don't know what mm-hmm. to do do this mm-hmm. okay that one thing do that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know it's always been you know just just figure it out and get in your lane get in a lane just whatever you do get in a lane and <laughs> i really think that's bad i really think that's bad so in in marketing which is digital marketing social media marketing which is my full time any client comes on board and hey we want to do ads perfect we have to test as many audience as possible mm-hmm. after that we're going to test mm-hmm. as many ads as possible so many mm-hmm. copies as possible mm-hmm. we're going to find your winning ad your winning audience mm-hmm. you know, your winning call to action boom mm-hmm. and you're going to scale using that winning audience mm-hmm. we test so mm-hmm. that that i think is what i uh, what i feel like i did and i'm still mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. i was getting a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. hey it's time like you should figure it out by now or on what you should do but uh, you know I, i'm humbled and i'm super thankful to have this um kind of a humble surrounding mm-hmm. and this eagerness in my head where can sometimes can be in my downfall and to be like no i'm just going to test and see what's my outlet no coding is not it real estate is not it this marketing mm-hmm. direct marketing business i was doing was not it mm-hmm. um filming i want to do it mm-hmm. but i just don't have the tools to get to where i need to go or mm-hmm. i was making a lot of excuses so i i just mm-hmm. knew what i was doing mm-hmm. um okay let, let, let me dial back to what worked to ask mm-hmm. your question mm-hmm. at that time to make the shift mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. more so working on myself, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yes, I was scattered all over the place, you know, morning time, daytime. Uh the job I was working, it wasn't my passion, but what ended up happening was I I felt like I was backed into a corner. Mhm. Into where I had no choice but mm-hmm. to take the leap into something I felt like was a vehicle into mm-hmm. where I wanted to go. Um mm-hmm. um So a lot of people I watched since I was 18 years old did play mm-hmm. a factor. Um I was part of a door-to-door sales business in Texas. I stayed mm-hmm. there from the age 18 to 21 and that time was spent looking at entrepreneurs. And the way they convinced people on how to do door-to-door sales was like, "Hey, this is a vehicle. Don't forget, you're not a door-to-door salesperson." this is a vehicle to get to your dream car your dream home this for yeah. your family this for your nonprofit so they would always have these meetings to remind the agents and the team like you're not a door to door salesperson this is a vehicle you're using remember 
Um, so my thing came about when I left the business. What's my vehicle? What's that vehicle that will get me to this nonprofit work? Because my ultimate goal is to travel and help people. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't figured out. And to be frank with you, like it's the opposite of doing great as far as like business wise. And I realize it, but it's better than where it was. Mm-hmm. So I do keep that as a reminder. Mm-hmm. But my goal is going to Africa, building schools, uh, and making a, a big impact. So beautiful. Yeah, that, that's that's the ultimate goal. Thank you. So, but um, I guess to, to answer your question, my my journey has been testing. Just test, keep testing. You know, as much opportunities as possible to find that vehicle. And once I got a feeling, like this business can be the vehicle to get to where I want to go. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we need to jump. We need to really make this happen. And uh, I think the most important thing I, I really wish that I can get better at presenting this because I think this can help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It, the fear—that is it. There's, you know, you, we hear it time and time again. It's just the fear that holds you back from making that jump, and that fear stays within. You know, even if when we make that big jump and we started the business and it got to a certain stage. Now we're there's the big fear of this phase, you know. It there it, it kind of doesn't stop, but it's a nice reminder. Uh, but in that initial phase of that first jump that I did, um, mm-hmm. I was with my good friend Monty at like 3 a.m. in the morning in a coffee shop, and I was like, "Look, this is it. Like, this is what I'm going to do." Um, and I'm just gonna silence my mind as much as possible. So if there was one word that existed in my head during mm-hmm. that time of me trying mm-hmm. to understand digi- digital marketing mm-hmm. and go through the process, you know, go through the ups and downs, and close the first client and the second and third, and go through another rut and come back, was to silence my mind. You were absolutely cool. just wow, you know, beautiful. Like, I'm writing yeah. that down. I don't want to forget that. <laughs> Silencing my mind was the only. Uh, of, of course, there was times I would listen to myself, like, "Good job," but there was a lot of times I needed to silence my mind and just do it. Like I just, I would tell myself, "Like, shut up, just, just do it." There's so much thought going on in my head that was what's holding me back, um, and I think still is, you know, to get to the next phase. So that's something I'm working on right now. But at that time, I hit this flow of okay. nothing existed. I was just focused on the day-to-day task. Wake up! Mm-hmm. I gotta do this. Wake up! I gotta do this. And I would mm-hmm. get reminded of the pressure that I have around me, and I'm mm-hmm. using that pressure for something else, of mm-hmm. helping me stay in the flow. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what helped me then to. You know, close it and get to where I need to. I don't think the same thing would help, and I'm learning that now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get to the next part of my phase and goal and so forth. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. have never been this calm to speak to you at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm like jitter. My my legs are shaking, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is past my sleep time. What's this podcast thing? Mm-hmm. You know, so, <laughs> like nobody has time for this. I would bash this so bad. Uh, but that's part of the growth, you know. It's realizing the growth, 
where I am now and figuring out what is that jump that I need to do now. Actually, Mike, I I I just I just really really have to like, you know, listen to this podcast again if for nothing else for what you just said, you know, in the last uh, part of your uh describing your journey. I mean, that is phenomenal. Okay. That is phenomenal learning for anybody that listens to this. Uh they need to really 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 oh, absorb what you just said about because it just shows how self aware you are right that is so important being able to introspect uh again there's no ego involved at that point when you're introspecting yourself being able to say what is what is it that i am doing right what is it that i'm doing wrong how do i filter and distill the noise around me uh silencing my mind there is going to be pressure because everybody thinks there's a certain time for this to happen and I said by now you should have graduated by now you should have had that corporate job by now you should have had that house by now you should have been married and so on and so forth right uh so uh that pressure is there just being able to distill that call that noise and just get into that flow state and then also recognizing when you are in a different phase of your journey that now you need some other tools those Absolutely. were the mental models that was the mental model that helped you then but now you need a different mental model like just Very recognizing lovely. that right this is yeah. phenomenal this is really phenomenal right I, I, um i i appreciate it, you yeah. yeah i mean mike i have to say something on that right remember how yeah. i said there is the yin and yang in everything mm-hmm. now a very famous thing that we always hear right that time is the most precious commodity time is the most valuable asset you have and the time that the time gone will never come back and uh it might be too late right so this is what we're always talking about i'll tell you something i do something counterintuitive i always tell myself time is an illusion but why because the unconscious and the subconscious that will never go away that's always there the reality that hey we have limited time and how do we optimize for it and maximize for it right in the best way possible for us but when you think of it like that sometimes that can also bring you down right yeah yeah that can also bring you down because now you think it's too late to try this too late to take this risk too late to be bold to really go for what are my visions and values in life right so i find it very comforting when i remind myself also look we don't know how many dimensions this universe has right uh and we only know about these three dimensions now we are talking about 4d but there there could be another realm where some things that are going to happen in our future have already happened or a different uh different story of us has played out you know hey i don't know if this sounds crazy but i don't care no, that's what i really me. believe i'm all right? i'm all I, I, yes yeah i really believe course, that yeah. right so i i, too, I yeah. so so that's why i also kind of say time is an illusion like that really helps me to keep moving forward and keep the pressure 
you know keep the peer pressure and keep the you know ideas that are you know the norms or these predefined conceptions of what is normal what yeah. success means right yeah. keep them aside and i say time is an illusion yeah i love that I love that. that <laughs> no, yeah, 100%. That is that is a phenomenal reminder. Mm-hmm. Um you, so about the yin yang that you brought, I have one thing to say on that. Mm-hmm. But before I forget, mm-hmm. I did want to bring up this book that I think played a huge part and I'm, I'm going to read it again, Atomic Habits. Ooh. Uh by James Clear. I mentioned it to you earlier. Yes. So there's beautiful beautiful lessons in this book. that is such a great reminder for where i am at the moment and you know it just goes into habits as detailed as possible and i love just the fluff out of the book and, and you know it's the kind of book you would love so i would highly recommend it you, you know you've heard of the author and yeah and i follow him on twitter so i get the okay. bite sized wisdom but now to that it. i've got the uh you know recommendation from you to read the book i think i'm going to get on it and read the book as well it's it's phenomenal it's phenomenal so <laughs> the the one thing i took from it i think that might help in this case was <clears throat> he hit two parts your environment and the community mm-hmm. that will help you shape your habit or hound in on your habit of mm-hmm. the way you think and and the way you are so i think that's very important like what we're saying here Is, is is so important like i would love to have this continue and go mm-hmm. um being solitude is nice but it's also nice to interact you know yes. you need that energy and and the juice and that's how once you know yourself like okay let who's my community who's that person i can connect with my accountability partner mm-hmm. um you know someone i can just bounce off ideas from and mm-hmm. the the that's the community part that he tapped into mm-hmm. because when once you have this mindset of time mm-hmm. perception or once you have the mindset of how we should look at life and family and so forth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you want to do your best possible to join in a community that mm-hmm. also thinks the same way because yes. that is so powerful and the second part is how you can shape everything of your environment so you're you're you know what you if you work on your couch you, you sleep on your couch you, you do everything on your couch you're not separating that environment uh so he he was tapping into that as well but i just wanted to stress that part you know so like what we speak about is important yes but it's also very important to just build a community and connect with more people with who are like minded um yeah finding your happy. tribe literally finding your tribe and and mike yeah. yeah that that's that's why right i spent all my life in the us and connecticut so all my friends are in the tri-state area connecticut new york new jersey and then um you know i had a zigzag life i came to india i was here for 3 4 years i went back to the us and now in the next chapter i was trying to figure out where i want to be Obviously in the podcast we're not going to go into those reasons why I chose Roslyn Arlington Virginia but that was the thing right it was a bit like for some people in my life right friends in my circle they could not understand right there's no family there and you don't have a job there that you're going to right so why what is going on here 
I think that's what it was, right? I was doing two things by making that move. One, first of all, getting out of that comfort zone, getting out of that bubble, right? Mm-hmm. Challenge myself or get out of that comfort zone, familiar zone. Uh, also, so I can get the solitude. But like you said, so I can actually, now that I have, I'm in this next phase of my life where I have had so much growth in my mindset and I have a clear vision of how I want to, you know, build my life, create my life. Um, I want to find that community of like-minded mm. people and build that tribe, right? Yeah. So do, that's do think, also do, what that move is about. Kind of, do you think that's hard? Uh, like where we are now like you know where, where do we like there's Facebook group mm-hmm. um, LinkedIn there's meetup.com which is good for like you know finding people interested in this hobby that hobby and that hobby mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I don't know if there's a platform where you could say like uh, by the way how are you in time oh I'm good I'm good okay I'm good okay just check mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. We we, we might have to we might have to break this into series one, series two of the same episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay before I that. knew it, the time I keep flew. Going. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just gonna say I don't think uh, you know this could be another app idea. Uh, but there's a platform where like-minded people could just connect, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Is there? Like I think this way and live this way, and you know I want to meet with you, build with you. That's an intriguing like thought. That that's 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 a mindset app, right? Mindset app, tapping into so. your common mindset people. So I guess that's an intriguing thought, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know, right? That's an app yeah. that could could be it or not. I personally think, right? Like. Uh, Here I have a bit of a, a departure in my thoughts from what you're saying. I, I do think that there's an information overload, right? And there's yeah. a lot of resources and platform to yeah. find find that tribe and build that tribe. And there's already a lot, even if it's not a virtual plat- platform, right? There's other things happening in person, right? Uh, Pre-COVID days I'm talking about. So, um, see the challenging thing with an app like that i think would be how do you define the variables of that mindset or or whatever that like-mindedness to connect with that like-minded person you see what i'm saying yes i do like how <laughs> like like <laughs> yeah how i mean you can like, you can like, go through an hobby which is there's a lot of apps that are mm-hmm. built for that i think a few good ones like meetupgroup.com you can yeah. go through yoga that's my hobby yeah And you'll you find a lot of yoga groups <laughs> yoga groups but how can you necessarily do it with mine yeah yeah that, that would tap into something something, something to think about Yeah, something yeah, to think about yeah. but I yeah. love it like we I think we tapped into really good topics here uh, a lot of perspective on perspective a lot of perspective <laughs> on perspective you're the first guest of this <laughs> podcast so I appreciate you giving me a, a jump run like I really got a feeling of I, I should keep doing this so you know right. you've given me that energy uh, like you always do Uh, you know, just just a quick intro on uh, 
you know, Ambika and I, uh, like when I was cold calling, I would call Ambika to cold call in your building. Uh, <laughs> but you know, Ambika was my co-working partner, you know, just working together at night times, daytime. You were a huge part of my uh, uh, during quarantine phase when I needed an energy to like, you know, keep working and keep, you know, lifting this agency up. You know, you were there. So I really thank you for being there, sharing your energy and your uplifting spirit. It's been super, super helpful. Thank you so much for that. Hopefully there was something more as well. Helpful tips, tactics, strategies or insights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, plug plug some more <laughs> no I'll, no no uh, mutual this was this was mutual 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 i needed the energy as well so i think we did we did that for both it's not nice. one way it was not one way <laughs> nice well uh, um, i'm happy to hear that and we should do a part two um of you know perspective yes so we can see i would love that hey we could What's your perspective now? And we could <laughs> dig into some some something very we could dig into some specific subjects as well. Okay. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that would, that would be fun. I'd love to. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll keep improving it. Well, thank you so much. This has been No, refreshing. thank you. I'm definitely going to go back you. and listen to this. So yes. Yeah, I loved a lot of things you said. Is there any last things you want to say? No, I think uh, keep going. keep going be unstoppable uh we already both have uh some mental models mm-hmm. right hopefully most of them are uh leading us on the correct path mm-hmm. uh yeah i i just think that you're amazing incredible i see Thank you, you, Thank you. really <laughs> Thank you. Thank you uh, so uh, i i really seeing you getting to your uh end goal your your uh, what your most aspirational value which is uh being able to help other people and more specifically the link schools in africa hopefully i will be there with you helping you do that that, that would be lovely <laughs> those words mean so much so i really appreciate you uh i really appreciate you thank you so much thank you thank you uh, no yeah, thank you thank you next... yes absolutely yeah see you <laughs> see ya. bye Bye.